Before we get into this episode, don't forget to vote for the podcast at the Latin Podcast Awards 2022 for popularity. And don't forget, Etobicoke Community Votes 2022. We have been re-nominated again. I need your nominations to be part of the top four before the voting. And then there will be another chance to really vote for the podcast for the final result of the winner. I need your help, guys. Everything is in the show notes. Thank you so much. I cannot believe this. We have been re-nominated again for the Latin Podcast Awards. This is the third time. And the Etobicoke Community Awards for the second time. Thank you guys so much. Now let's get into the episode. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of a little bit of everything with me and I am your host Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything so sit back and enjoy the show. another episode of a little bit of everything with me and I am your host Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything and I'm here to talk about being two years in business with all very good. It's been such a crazy road and wow I've learned so much and seeing how the community comes together being part of community events. Oh my gosh what an incredible journey. So this little business of mine started on September the 14th when I first launched my website where it went live. I started off as an e-commerce website. I had the ability to, you know, design custom products for people and custom designs to be put on clothing, houseware items, and many more stuff. It was pretty incredible the lineup of product I had. And the way it worked is it's drop shipping concept where if someone liked a Thumbler, they will pay for it. And then that sends a notification to one of my fulfillment centers who actually specialize in uh, subline printing or whatever type of printing is best for that design. And then they create it. Once it's created, they actually ship it to the customer on my behalf, which is pretty awesome. I did order some samples of certain thumblers and I was so happy with the results. So that was one of the things that I used to do. I used to create t-shirt designs and I really, it was so awesome because these fulfillment centers just took my design. Okay, there's an order coming in. They ship it out to the customer. And I had about over uh, 20 fulfillment centers across the U.S. There was four in Canada and also two in England. So I kind of focused my, my business in those three countries. And it's really amazing how flexible it is when it comes to creating product. I had a whole bunch of blank canvases on so many things that I was able to create and design for many people. And that's how the podcaster... The famous podcaster uh, shirt crew neck came out and I was so happy with it. It was screen printed by one of the companies actually screen print for a lot of the big ones like Puma, Nike, um, Hurley. Like it's, it's crazy when you search up about these fulfillment centers. 
So I was doing pretty well and I was catering a lot to the American market considering that my fulfillment centers were in the US and I was able to make some sales and make custom orders for people. I was able to make masks when it started to become a thing. I was able to create custom pillows and throws, even big blankets with any design on it. I was able to really do anything I wanted to do and provide that to my customers. Uh, people also bought just my basic logo, all very good, which was awesome. And it's nice to see some of these shirts circling around the U.S. And the reason I went with this is because I know a lot of people have the silhouette of the circuit machine, the cricket machine. And um, let's be real, it's a time consuming. It's a lot of work and, you know, money and time with the vinyls and because I have one now and I was just like, oh my gosh, imagine creating all those t-shirts and I managed to, f having these fulfillment centers really helped a lot because they have the heavy machinery, you know, this can go into the wash like 20 times or even more than that and still be good. I've had t-shirts that I've been wearing from that time and it's been washed more than a hundred and it's still looking fantastic and I love it. So there is a huge difference when it comes to quality. And I honestly, I, if I could do it again, I would. And the reason why I stopped doing it, because during COVID, things got very expensive production wise and shipping that they had to raise their prices. So I couldn't justify telling a customer to pay $50 for a t-shirt and $100 for a sweater after everything's been said and done. And I was charged in US dollars for all of this. So I was just like, I don't want to break even. I actually want to, you know, make some money off of this. But after a while and thinking about it, it wasn't really feasible. So I really had to rethink my options. And it's funny because someone told me like, I think you're done with this business. And I said, yeah, but I'm not sure. And this person was a reader. And I was just like, I don't think I'm done yet. Even though I walked away having that firm decision, I still, you know what, let me drag it on. With that being said, I decided to keep going and kind of just bring in hair accessories into it because I've seen a lot of people overcharge for hair accessories because they want to make a million dollars in profit. And I'm, I know I'm being, I'm being blunt this way, but it's, that's what it seems like. You know, why charge a headband 50 bucks knowing that it costs, you know, this much to, to get it and all that. It's not like you're handmading it. Like if it's handmade, then yes, it's worth paying that money. So I got into hair accessories slowly while doing this and I noticed a difference because I do love hair accessories. I love clips. I love, you know, I even love headbands. Like there was a time in my life that I always wore headbands almost every single day. And I said, wow, what am I doing? Like, let me put the stuff that I love out there and, you know, curate a, a community around it. So instead of shutting down um, this whole business completely, which was very difficult to make, I had to pivot. I really just said, let's just pivot the business and see where it takes me. So I decided to find a couple suppliers who sell headbands and clips. And I ended up doing that. And it took about a year and a half to really just decide, okay, what am I going to do? Because I had this business going, it still had drop shipping. I did have a couple orders, but then I had to stop because it was just too much, especially our dollar during that time. It was really hard to keep up. But I got into hair accessories. I did a lot of market research and I was able to see who else was selling them because at the end of the day, there's going to be so many people selling the same stuff. It's just what makes you 
what makes you is what's going to make you succeed. You know, if you're going to go down the street to buy a pizza and there's another pizza right across the street, who are you going to go to? You know, people look at that. Is it customer service? Is it how much the delivery will cost? Maybe the food is better. So people dictate where they want to shop and barely spend their dollars. But for me, hair accessories was more of providing affordability because I've seen some people sell hair accessories very small for like $10, even $8. And I'm thinking, really? Like, that's pretty pricey. Like, I wouldn't even spend that much. Even if it was Gucci on it, I would not pay $50 for a hair clip just because it says Gucci because that's just, that's just nuts. So I wanted to provide affordability when it comes to hair accessories. So this is why I branched into hair accessories. Having running this business for almost a year and a half and um, just focusing on apparel and houseware items um, and just accessories like putting stuff on backpacks and makeup bags and everything. You know, I did do customization for a bit for quite a bit of people, which was nice. Again, it was only catering more to the U.S. market because that's where I had my following. And this business just started just to have another source of revenue with the podcast since I'm not monetizing anything and I don't make money off of it. So I figured, why not just pivot the business? And here we are two years in. Um, I was in different consignment stores. I had good experiences and bad experiences, which you learn part of your journey. I thought one of them was going to be the best and I stuck with them and realized that literally shit went down the hill. And through this whole process, I had to like rethink, like, what am I going to do now? I'm into markets. I'm going out there as much as possible to create those connections. Again, still providing affordability and having that option available still is fantastic. I truly love my suppliers. They've been so great. They're, yes, we talk different times of the day and be able to make this work to keep these prices affordable. And with this, this whole journey that I've learned, especially the last couple of weeks has been a nightmare. I just, I still can't get over it. I'm still going through a whole bunch of stuff with that. And if you're interested in learning more, I will talk about it um, through DM or something because I'm still not ready to share everything. I'm still going through a bunch of stuff uh, to figure out what are my next steps and put a plan in place. But now reinventing myself has been one of the hardest things because, you know, you thought that this store, these store owners was, you know, it was fun while it lasted, so to say. But my goal here is to really provide affordability in hair accessories. Um, we try to keep things, um, you know, at low cost as possible and, you know, still make money and still pay myself. But, you know, to me, it makes me happy when people can find stuff at a really great price and still look good. You know, you go to these big box retailers and they're selling things that you're like, excuse me, what? Or if you find little other small businesses who sell things that are very costly, uh, I remember bumping into one who sold um, hair barrettes, especially the pearl style, uh, like a two-pack for $20. And I'm like, what? Wait, excuse me, what? And I'm selling them for $3 each or two for five. <laughs> like, you're really trying to make a million percent of this profit? Great. But I feel like I'd be cheating on my customers because you're becoming greedy, you know? And that's my thought process. And I don't want to do that. I want to be able to help that person out there who can't afford something kids to be able to buy something for themselves and look good, create a change in themselves, make them feel good. 
you know, I'm one of those people who always find a great deal, even with, with it's, if it's with a coupon. And I try to manage everything. And, you know, if I can wait for those shoes to be off season, then I'll buy them because they'll be like $30 off. You know, and we're living in these times where we just don't know where the world's going. And being greedy is not something that's going to take you far in life. You know, I'd be, I'm very humble. I'm really appreciative. And I thank you all for really, you know, supporting my small business, sharing my small business. You know, I had to restart from scratch. I had to pivot as well with this business. It's not easy. I'm not sitting here saying like, you know, I'm making X amount of dollars. No, it's not making enough where I can say I'm going full time. After what has happened in the past couple of weeks, which has been dreadful and it's been such a huge nightmare and a disappointment, I have to start all over again. You know, there's money that I was owed that I'm never going to see again. And I have to take action and see where I can do to get that money back because I really need it. I'm just mixed of emotions the past couple of weeks and I had to kind of focus on that and I got to figure out what are my next steps as truly I have no funds. <laughs> oh boy. But overall, trying to go through these experiences and starting a business during a pandemic was obviously a good challenge. And I've learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot how resilient I can be and how much I can hustle hard, you know, to make this happen and hustling even more now that I have a baby boy, you know, he's turned one the last couple of weeks and I'm just like, oh my goodness, he's one. So things change, priorities change. So if you're thinking of starting a business, just try it out and see how it works. Everyone's going to have something similar as you. Everyone wants to be like you. Everybody wants to do the same things as you. It's normal. Look at these big box retailers. There's so many of them. They all have the same stuff. Just a different supplier supplying them. Or we just don't know. Maybe it's the same person that's supplying them all these goods. They all have different pricing. But you have to find the one that you feel is going to provide you what you're looking for. Is it customer service? Is it quality control? Is it the pricing? Some people come down to pricing. I've been lucky and fortunate that a lot of people have come up to me and said, wow, you are the most affordable that I've had or been to, you know, and I'm able to keep those prices low because I can. I have an amazing relationship with my suppliers that I'm able to buy direct from them. And it took a while to gain that trust. So I'm able to put these prices really low and affordable. And when I do a clearance sale, it is a clearance sale. So we're going to have... Um, a clearance sale and at the upcoming market, uh, which is Saturday, September 17 at Dixie Orchard Farms. Make sure you mark your calendars if you're in the GTA Brampton area. Dixie Orchard Farms, Saturday, September 17 from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, I'm excited because honestly, I wanted to... I basically want to um, recreate new relationships with customers, meet new people. I'm in the podcasting industry. So I, if I can find potential business owners who I know that their short story is powerful, then why not invite them to the podcast? Um, again, being ha having to really recreate myself and recreate this brand, recreate everything has been such a crazy journey. 
The website is not available at the moment because I'm in the process of recreating from a different do uh, hosting site. Uh, Wix is charging a lot. So if you're considering doing Wix, get it on a really good deal like I did. I paid literally 50% off for it. So it was like $260 American. Uh, but when you do convert in Canadian, it is quite a bit. Now I'm trying to find a, a different website hosting company where I can you know, do the stuff myself easily, upload all this product and take it where it needs to take it. But again, I just wanted to come here to kind of share about how the story started uh, just briefly. And hopefully I can share the next coming weeks of what has happened um, late August that kept me, wow, meeting so many other people that went through this as well, which is, I don't even know what to say about it. But it's been a nightmare. I am trying to rebuild myself back up. Um, I'm going back to work in a couple weeks, so this side business is going to also be my priority part-time and try to recover costs that I've lost, um, which I'm very disappointed. I'm really hoping in the universe I can see some of this money back because I'm just so disappointed and not being able to be paid for a couple months and thinking that you were the only one and being considered extremely patient and understanding and this is how you get treated. So I'm very disappointed. I'm going through still a lot of emotions and stuff. And, you know, I'm hoping that I can rebuild something and take this motivation that I have and push it forward. It's a lot of work to get done, but you know what? It's the best experience I've had. And I really appreciate all of you in the small business community coming together and checking up on me. Also, my friends, thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for reaching out. There's a lot of you out there. Thank you so much for checking in. Um, you know, I can definitely bounce back for sure. There's a lot of work and determination. I'm always keeping an eye on my competitors so I know what's happening, how much they're selling things at, how much I can do. And this way, you know, I can give back to the community by selling affordable hair accessories. So I just want to say here, thank you so much, guys. Uh, this was just a special episode of celebrating the two-year anniversary of All Very Good on September 14, 2020, when it first opened. And, you know, to many more years, and hopefully we can overcome this and rebuild and create, ama create an amazing community based around hair accessories. And if you're a business owner and you're taking this experience, we all have to go through the ups and downs of business. Um, it's part of it. It's part of the journey. But thank you guys again for listening to me. I hope in the next coming weeks I could share um, what's been going on. But if you can make it to Saturday, September 13th, sorry, Saturday, September 17 at the Dixie Orchard Farms, um, definitely do so. Come out, support local. There's tons of vendors out there and swag bags. So thank you so much, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And that's all we have for now. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. Let's separate your body. This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And now you're you listening, are to listening to a little, little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, 